Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, it's another great day to be alive, another great day to live Jesus, another great day to talk Jesus, another great day to listen to the radio, right? I don't know what you're doing, whether you're driving, if you're driving down the road, pay attention to the road, would you? And just listen to some of these words I'm going to share today. If you're sitting in your kitchen, make yourself a nice little omelet and enjoy yourself. Put a little bit of salsa and avocado on. I think you'd enjoy that. If you're just walking around, you have your your iPhone, not iPhone, your ear pad, ear earphones in. Walk around and and listen to uh, and listen to the radio and and say, hey, I'm in, I'm enjoying this because you want to hear the truth of God's word, and I'm going to share the truth of God's word with you because I'm going to share the fourth chapter of James with you today. But I pray that God is blessing you and that God is leading you and that you are praying for others and you're praying for your family and that you're allowing the Spirit of God to move in your life in such a wonderful way that you are growing daily in the things of God. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for every single listener in their lives. Thank you for who they are and, Lord, who you want them to be. And, Lord, develop us. Help us to see you. Help us to see you clearly and respond to you. And, Lord... If we need forgiven, I pray you'd forgive us. Lord, if, we are, if we're out of step with your word, get us back in step. Lord Jesus, be with every listener today. Be with every church uh, represented listening today. God, I pray your anointing on the churches and on the pastors and on the leaders. I thank you for the opportunity for me to share God's word and on the radio in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the title of, of course, this uh, passage in fourth chapter of James is "Submit yourselves to God." You know, a lot of a lot of Bibles, like mine here, has a, a title in different areas, and that's the title of this section, which I'm going to share with you today. And we're going to talk a little bit about it. So, please join me. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? Good question. Isn't that true? Yes, they come from the battles that fight within you, the things that your mind tells you you need to do, and your your whole being says, "I want to follow this." And and we get so we desire and we fight within us. You know, you desire but you do not have, and so you kill. You covet but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and you fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask God, you do not receive because you ask in the wrong motives that you may spend them on what is your own pleasures. You desire, but you do not have. You know what? When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives. I've had many people over the course of time say, well, pastor, I, I've prayed for this. I've prayed over and over for this. I just really wanted to have this. I really needed this. This is what it was all about. But what the situation probably was is you're probably praying out of the wrong motives. What is your motives for your prayer? What is your need? Is it just something you want? Lord, help me to have a $100,000. I'd like to go buy this nice car or this boat and this and that. And the Lord says, you know what? You really don't need that. You don't need it. And some people, you might say, hey, you know what? You've worked hard of your life. I'm going to let you to have that now. Take some people out in your boat and share the gospel of Jesus with them. How's that? There you are. I got the answer for you. He says, you adulterous people. 
Don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Friendship with the world. You become a part of the world's family instead of part of God's family. And it's against God. Folks, you don't want to do anything that is against Almighty God. You can ask some of those from the Old Testament, some of those who turned their back on God and who were destroyed. Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. You have a choice. You want to be a friend of the world? Then you'll be an enemy of God. You want to put the world first? Then you'll be an enemy of God. You want to put the world first? You will not see heaven. You will not live eternally with your Lord and Savior. Folks, it is time to stand up and be counted for as a child of God. Or do you think Scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the Spirit it, it, he, is, he has caused to dwell in us? He jealously longs for the Spirit. It is He has dwelled in us. But He gives us more grace. The Scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. You know, when I think of favor, I always think of Joel Olstein, you know, preaching on their, on TV. I've watched him many times, and he speaks often of God's favor on your life and living in God's favor. And, and, you know, when you honor God, you'll get God's favor. Well, I know one thing. You honor God, he will honor you. The Bible tells us that. We know that. Honoring God is so important. So, so um, James gives them an answer and a solution to this. He says this in verse 7. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. I like that. I think that's a scripture, and I've used it at the legislature um, a number of times. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil. Resist the temptations of the enemy to try to get you to follow his pattern, his way. He says, you resist the devil, says he will flee from you. He will run from you. But you come near to God. And what does it say? He will come near to you. So how do you come near to God? People, do you know that answer? I don't know why I'm spending time telling you this. You come near to God by spending time alone with God. Finding a place to be alone with God, saying, God, I need you. This morning, I had a lot of prayers, different prayers all through the morning in my prayer time. And then I fell asleep and I woke up praying about some other things. And, and you know, when you submit yourself to God, when you draw near to him, he draws near to you. He brings things into your mind and into your heart. You know, I want the devil to flee from me. I don't want him anywhere around me. I claim the blood of Jesus to surround me with, with uh, his blood and his, his promise that his blood covers my sins. And I don't have to worry about sin anymore. I just serve God and love him. And if I somehow, somehow get tempted by the enemy, which we all have, that we say, Jesus, save me. Recognize me. I want to come near to you, and he will come near to you. Change your laughter to mourning, your joy 
to gloom. He wants us to be real. We want to, he wants us to humble ourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up when you humble yourself before God. You say, God, I'm not perfect. Lord, I've, I've struggled. I struggle with my attitude, Lord. Lord, I struggle with loving people. Lord, I struggle with making great decisions. He wants you to be honest with him, and he will help you with those things. He will walk with you from this day forward forevermore. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. In other words, do not talk bad about others. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but you're sitting in judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver. There's only one lawgiver, one judge, one who is able to save and destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? Who are you? You're not perfect. You don't have a monopoly on Jesus. You don't have a monopoly on the Bible. Your life isn't just perfect. It's good. Many of your lives are great. Thank you. Thank you that you're living upright for him. But we got to trust God's will. You know, we, we wonder why things will happen. In fact, we read down a couple verses farther down. Why do you even know what will happen tomorrow? What is your life? He says, your life, it's a mist that appears only for a while, then it vanishes. We are just such a short time on this earth. 60, 70 years, I had two brothers. One passed away at 66, one at 69. And I'm hoping to hit 67 um, next week, you know. And so I'm, yeah, you know, we don't know what the timetable is. And I had my grandmother who was born in 1896, lived to 1995. She was 99 and a half. She almost made it to to 100. You don't know the day, how many days God has for us. I have a friend. He lives in Clarkston, Washington. His name is Dutch Fast. And Dutch is, I mean, excuse me, Dutch Kuykendall. Dutch is 102 years old and still rolling. Isn't that something? 102 years old. We don't know about tomorrow, but we just know who holds tomorrow. Let's live every day for the glory of God. And so when God calls us, we know we're going to be home with him. We don't have to question it. We can be. We can live joyously because we know our future is secure in Jesus Christ, and heaven is our goal, and heaven will be where we'll spend trillions of years living together, enjoying each other, enjoying the company of those that have gone before us, enjoying the presence of Almighty God in the presence of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, seeing Moses and listening, maybe even listening to some of the stories. I don't know how that's going to work, but I can imagine. I'd love to hear some of the story about the wilderness and about how they they walked through the Red Sea and how those sea walls had to be there and how scary that must have been and how faith took its how faith showed itself and yet how so many people, even though watched that happen. They turned their back on him. People of God, you've seen the power of God. You know the power of God. Please don't turn your back on him. Please turn to him if your back is turned against him. Please say, Jesus, I I just want to live for you. Jesus, I just want to love you. Jesus, help me. And help me to enjoy my life and my family and my friends and my church and my football games or whatever it might be. Jesus, help me to enjoy life. Because I know that I am safely in the grips of Almighty God. 
He loves you. He loves you so much. And I pray your day is filled with his incredible glory. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.